Jack falls in with a bad crowd of public enemies. They'll need his help to recover a jewel most people consider untouchable and deliver it straight to the godfather of gloom, Aku. Though Jackie the Blade is one tough mafioso, our samurai is still an all-around good fella. Will this gang survive this heist, or will they be counted among the departed? I sure hope Jack doesn't end up with a scarred face here. This has got a recap, see? Yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Back to the cast. Got to recap. We are back for episode 12. Nick Montagani, I'm here with Brendan Riley. Brendan, how are you? Hello. I'm good. I always try to like answer you too soon. Like (laughs) you say my name and I think that's the intro. (laughs) You know what I'm going to ask. It's some combination of how are you or what's going on or how are you doing? It's not like this is the 12th time we've done this. (laughs) All right, you're excited to you know tell me what's going on with you. I'm excited to hear what's going on. Yeah, with you. things are pretty good. <laughs> um, that's it. Just got a new TV. That's gonna feel. That's gonna feel yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in the future now. I watched John Wick in 4K. Oh, that must have been beautiful. It was pretty good. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it's like a Roku TV though. Uh, and, mm. and I didn't think anything of that at the time, but as I was looking through to find like the picture settings, I realized it doesn't have any. And I can't change any settings on the TV. <laughs> Surely that cannot be accurate. <laughs> uh, there might be some way, but there's no like I go to the settings menu and the only option is like, you want to add a new app? Like, uh, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Unless it's a settings app. Yeah. Uh, so I got to I got to read the book that, that came with it. If anyone out there has a Roku TV and uh, knows where to access these settings, please email us at gotarecap at gmail.com. Brendan needs your help desperately. Yeah, if you work for uh, TCL support. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I got my 4K TV, like I would just put on like Planet Earth 2 or like mm-hmm. Our Planet on Netflix. Um, just have those running all the time. And like when people would come over, I'd be like, hey, check out my new TV and like throw that on. Like that's a cool party vibe, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's actually one of the first things I put on too. After I checked out yeah. Ratchet and Clank, I was like, I'm going to put on our planet <laughs> and watch some dolphins. <laughs> hey, it looks fucking it looks really fucking it does. Good. It does look really good. Yeah. As if anybody cares to like see that. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah, great. Nice TV. I'm going home. <laughs> um. It's funny to think about, yeah, watching watching this standard definition cartoon from 20 years ago on a nice, shiny new 4K TV. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a funny experience. Uh, it is, yeah, but it did feel like it did still look better. Yeah, somehow. Some kind of magic. Yeah, the animation it, looked a little bit smoother. It was, it was pretty nice. Yeah. Um, all right. Take me back to the year 2001. Your little, little Brendan... Still still got a couple hairs on the top of his head and 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 still got hopes and dreams that haven't been crushed by now. Right. Um, you're sitting in your living room watching Samurai Jack 
what does the TV setup look like in this situation? Oh, what, uh, what, what are we working with? We had pr- like a big, it, it was big for the time, maybe like a 20 inch tube TV uh, sure. in, in this corner hutch that my dad had built. Um, so it was like a, like a cabinet that sat in the corner of the room and the TV was kind of like set in that. Uh, and I'm sat probably a, uh, on the couch across the room. I don't know. I had a little chair, but I think I might've been too big for it at this point. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Very similar setup on my end. We had kind of your run of the mill tube TV, Mm -hmm. um, took us many, many years to get an HD TV. We were like one of the late adopters. Um, but we had one of those classic like wooden or like fake wooden plastic TV stands that had like a million different compartments for like VCRs and, and VHS tapes and all sorts of stuff like that. So, oh yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's where I would have been watching Samurai Jack, although not really watching that much at the time. I think at that time, probably wearing out the VHS tapes for, um, Aladdin, King of Thieves and, uh, Brave Little Toaster Goes to Mars. Yeah. Brave Little Toaster Goes to Mars was really good. King of Thieves. Was that Aladdin three? I think it was Aladdin two where he meets his dad. Aladdin. the It was it. Yep. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, the lineage of Aladdin uh, never ceases to confuse me. Yeah. Um, but I remember watching those, but it, it's something that I always forget about. And it feels like it didn't actually happen. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, the, it happened. Like the Little Mermaid sequels and. And Lion King one and a half and yeah. stuff like that. And there's like a Beauty and the Beast sequel. Oh, yeah. Well, you got to You got to make the money. The money's out there and people people will spend it. Although now all of that stuff is I believe all of that stuff is streaming on Disney Plus. Oh, is it? I don't have that. Maybe for our next podcast, we'll do like a uh, a tour through the straight to VHS uh, Disney animated <laughs> Disney sequels. sequels. Yeah, I think that would be really fun. Yeah, the Little Mermaid sequel is fun because it's just the opposite of the first one. Okay, it's like in the first one, Ariel's a mermaid and wants to go to land, and in the second one, Ariel's daughter's not a mermaid and wants to go into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Her mother has to be like, you don't know what it's like. <laughs> I left that so you could exist. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. Um, those movies are all all really weird, but they're they're funny, fun to, fun to go back to. Uh, you know what else is fun to go back to is uh, episode twelve of Samurai Jack. Heck wanna, yeah! Want to recap it? Let's do it. Okay, Brendan. Uh, episode twelve called Jack and the Gangsters. Oh, um, yeah. I've been waiting for it. <laughs> uh, I I was so happy when the the robot. We'll we'll talk about them, but the the robot gangsters finally appeared on the screen. I know they've been haunting your dreams yeah. for weeks now. Yep. They're in the intro to the show. So I see them every yeah. week when we go to record. I've just been um, waiting I, for I, them. I hope that they they lived up to your expectations. Um, um, I'm going to guess they probably didn't. No, it's kind of like the <laughs> it's kind of like the uh, the last time I brought up the intro with the that like monkey guy that Jack fights in the yes. Jack versus Mad Jack where yes. it's in the intro. So I have it in my head that it's going to be an important part of an episode, but it's not. <laughs> it's like barely there at all. Yeah. Blink, blink and you'll miss these, <laughs> these robot gangsters. Um but I'm glad that, you know, we could finally get that out of the way for you. Yeah, that was yeah. that was for you. Yeah. Uh, episode 12, uh, November 26th, 2001. Um, Brendan, have you seen The Godfather? Uh, no, I haven't. That's OK. 
I'm not I'm not here to call you out for that. I there's tons <laughs> of movies I haven't seen. Uh including the Goonies, which when I tell people that they hate me for it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I gotta call you out for that. <laughs> that's okay. I understand. Uh what about uh Goodfellas? You seen Goodfellas? I might have seen that at some point. Um, okay. What about my cousin Vinny or Home Alone Two Lost in New York. I have seen both of those, yeah. Okay. Not really not really in the same category, but they do have Joe Pesci, so <laughs> had to had to bring them up. Yeah. Um, uh, Reservoir Dogs. Yes. Uh great movie. Yeah. Uh gangster like mafia movies like this, not yeah. necessarily my genre of choice. Mm. Um, but I kind of respect that like, you know, these are some of the the most celebrated films and the the directors of these movies. Um, you know, I, I know I get why they are talked about in the way that they are. Um, yeah, just not, just not for me. Yeah. Personally, I think they can be fun. Um, kind of depends on like the plot, like the setting, the gangster right. setting itself doesn't really sell me on a movie, but right. Um, just wanted to get that out of the way. Cause we got a lot to talk about here in, in episode 12 of Samurai Jack. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the episode opens, there's, um, it's just a fully black screen and we can hear like this, the swing music, like this big band music playing. Um, and then out of the blackness, a hand knocks on a door, uh, and a little eye slit opens up and, uh, a bouncer is, is standing behind this door. Um, the man who knocked on this door gives either the password or states his name, which is Rico Benny Giordano. <laughs> so already we're we're heavily leaning into some some really cartoonish Italian territory. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um the door opens up and the bouncer welcomes them to the Blue Monkey. Yeah. It's swinging in there too. I'd want to go to the Blue Monkey. Yeah, people are having a good time. It's like this ritzy looking club uh with a lot of men and women uh, these men are in suits and the women are in like vintage 1920s dresses, like flapper dresses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's almost got like a speakeasy kind of vibe. Um, what's interesting about this is it's actually like the most humans that we've seen in one place. Yeah. Apart from the the guys who knocked on the door, I think everyone right. is human. Um, but a uh, a curtain, we see a curtain open from somewhere in this nightclub. Um, some figures start to walk in uh, and we're just kind of laser focused on their shoes. Um, they're wearing leather shoes and spats. Mm -hmm. Nice wingtips. Um, looking sharp. Uh, they they kind of shuffle in. There's a few of them. And then following behind them, the the recognizable figure of Jack's robe follows <laughs> yeah. them in through this curtain. Did he just slip in behind them or did he know the password too to get in? Was he with them? Hard to say. Um yeah, I, I I don't know that Jack was hanging out with these fellows, but certainly uh, he's 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 made his way into this this nightclub um, where we see four sinister looking robots, uh, Brendan's best friends. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> they sit down at the bar, and yeah, they're all dressed up like classic gangsters. They look like um, the slot machine from The Nightmare Before Christmas when he's fighting Oogie Boogie. There's like the yep. slot machine with these robot gangsters with like six shooters come out. <laughs> they look like those that's a yeah that's fun it's a fun design um but they uh yeah they sit down at the bar and this bartender kind of looks at them he's like this greasy looking bartender very italian looking i'm guessing his name is probably giuseppe <laughs> yeah giuseppe montebelli <laughs> <laughs> 
he kind of like glares at them and uh, he eyes over to a table kind of off to the side. Um, we can't really see who's sitting at that table, but the the robots kind of turn their attention there um, and then give the bartender uh, an envelope, which he <laughs> smells. He, he like takes a deep whiff of it. <laughs> <laughs> he really huffs it in. Um not sh- I'm not sure I want to know what's in there, but uh, premium Giuseppe salami. <laughs> yeah, some gabagool. <laughs> he uh, tucks it away and then slowly sinks behind the bar, which is kind of a funny visual. Yeah, the, yeah. The whole the whole scene with the bartender is pretty good. He just like <laughs> lowers down behind the bar. Yeah, that's that's maybe the most fun we're gonna have this whole episode. Uh, <laughs> we'll get into it. Um, yeah, the robots stand up and walk away from this this table. Um. And we kind of cut back into the nightclub uh, and onto the stage uh, where this band has been playing all this music, um, like a host or like a presenter kind of walks out onto the stage um, and he he introduces the next performer, um, which he he calls her the lovely Lala Lily White. <laughs> yep, he does. Which I think is a pretty good impression. Yeah. Yeah, they 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 start to play like a slow song. Um, the piano player in this band, his posture is like a perfect circle. Yeah, yeah, it, it's very familiar. Um, I feel like I've seen like that same kind of design in other cartoons, but I couldn't yeah. place it at all. Um, yeah, but the thing that comes to mind is like Daffy Duck when he's uh, they have the piano bit with him. Kind of reminds me of that. Yeah, it is kind of reminiscent of, of stuff like that. I, I totally see where you're coming from. Um. They start to play a slow song, like a slow love song. The uh, lovely Lala Lily White starts to sing, uh, and the room goes dark. And then we can see that those robots, uh, they're approaching the table that they've been directed to. Um, They've all got, like, jackets or newspapers or something draped over their arms. Um, They approach this table where there's a series of very short mafia looking gentlemen playing a card game yeah they are uh very similar to the 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 gangster design in like bugs bunny cartoons i don't know if you remember those gangsters Mm. very much Uh, like them okay it's it's one of my earliest problems with this episode is i don't know what why they have to be so short yeah i I don't know either but I'm, I'm I don't know okay if it's it. a reference. I don't know if it's a reference to something or, or if that's just they thought that was funny. I don't really. I don't know. I don't like the way they look. You don't. I oh, guarantee I, it. I do like the way they look. <laughs> I think they're great designs. One of them looks exactly like Michael Madsen from uh, Boondock Saints. Yeah, that's actually accurate. You know what? I've done a 180. I love them. <laughs> and I love the whole episode. We'll get into it. Um. Yeah, the robots, they, they've got their arms kind of obscured, and then they reveal these big Tommy guns. Uh, and we can see that Jack is in this nightclub, and he kind of notices that them pull these Tommy guns out and then cuts a curtain, which falls on the robots. Um, and then they start to fire uh, kind of blindly. The crowd scatters. All the dancing couples scatter. Uh, the music keeps going, which is kind of fun. Yep. Yep. The band doesn't stop for anything. No. This like the Titanic. This whole episode is like the Titanic. <laughs> um, the the short mobsters watch as Jack just kind of fucks up these robots for a while. Yep. He's like cutting them in half as as Jack will do. <laughs> cutting their arms off. One of his favorite things to do with robots. Yeah. Jack. Jack the Robo Slayer um, just really takes it to him. 
more and more of them keep coming out of like doors and curtains on the side. <laughs> um, there's actually a good moment where one of them sees what looks like Jack's ponytail poking up from like behind an overturned table. Mm-hmm. Um, and he starts firing at it and destroys the table. And we can see that it was actually just a bowl with a ladle that looked like Jack's <laughs> ponytail. Yeah, the ladle like slowly falls out. <laughs> That's a good gag. I like that. I'll give him that. Um, yeah, Jack decapitates like a bunch of robots. <laughs> there's there's one with a flamethrower. He like explodes that in a big fiery explosion. Yeah, he cuts the top of the the, the gas tank on its back off and then fire yeah. shoots out of it, uh, which I don't think is how those work, but we'll go with it. We'll roll with it. The whole thing's ridiculous. Um, yeah, he just hammers these robots for a while. Um, when some humans appear, like some big thugs appear and surround Jack and they're all pointing guns at them. Or guns at him mm-hmm. and uh, basically like tell him like, all right, buddy, that's enough. Like try to force him to leave this nightclub. Yeah. But then from beyond the screen, we can hear someone say, wait, let him stay. <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. See, <laughs> <laughs> so we pan over to this gentleman. Uh, it was one of those, those short mobsters. Um, He's wearing a like a very fine suit with like a fur coat <laughs> draped over um, his shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a big bowler hat and he's chomping on a huge cigar that's like as big as he is. <laughs> yeah, it's massive. He's got huge lips <laughs> on his like yeah. giant five o'clock shadow chin or uh, shadow yeah. chin. Blah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he looks like a doofus. Uh, and yeah, just like you said, he's got like a very cartoony stereotypical gangster kind of voice Mm -hmm. um, where every sentence pretty much every sentence he says ends in either yeah or see or usually a combination of both Uh, he's he's very much like the uh, the gangster toe from courage the cowardly dog yeah they 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 had a theme and they were really sticking to it (laughs) I love Um, it I'm so into it (laughs) um this 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 man uh, is sort of they've they've been impressed by Jack's fighting and he invites Jack to join their crew, which he then introduces the crew. So we get to learn their names. Uh, there is Stitches, uh, Mr. Shine, Mr. Pibbles and Knuckles mm-hmm. um, and Tails. <laughs> um, now, they all they all look really stupid. <laughs> like They all look like big dopes. Yeah. Mr. Pibbles uh, seems to oppose his nickname. He doesn't like it very much. Tries to yeah. say, actually, my real name is Joe. <laughs> and then Knuckles like slaps him and he goes, <laughs> slaps him on, yeah. your name is Mr. Pibbles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like most of these characters. I do like Mr. Pibbles. We're going to have a lot of fun with him today. <laughs> yeah. He's got one of the best designs, too. He's just really <laughs> he's like even dopier looking than the rest of them. Right. Oh, I love him. Uh, and, but I think I think their names are supposed to be a reference to uh, Reservoir Dogs, where they're all named like Mr. White, Mr. Purple. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah, a point of correction. Sense. Earlier, I said Michael Madison was from Boondock Saints. I meant Reservoir Dogs. Why don't you just get the hell out of here then? if you're going to be making <laughs> mistakes like that? I just want to c- correct it before anyone else does. Uh, that's OK. I referred to Home Alone 2 as Lost in New York, and I don't <laughs> know if that is the subtitle. It sounds right. Uh, I think it's alone in New York or something. I don't know. <laughs> that's a, that's using the word alone too many times in one. Home title. alone, alone in New York. Home alone in New York. <laughs> Not home at all. In fact, far, far from home. <laughs> Spider-Man far from home alone in New York, <laughs> in New York. 
starring Donald Trump. <laughs> How'd you like to be a member of the most feared gang in the city, see? What activities does your gang participate in? Stitches, break it down for them. <clears throat> um, we, uh, fix things. Know what I mean? Make sure the money goes to the right places around here. The horses, casinos, banks. You follow? You are involved in crime. <laughs> <laughs> now, did I say that? Enough has been said. Your activities are of no interest to me. Jack kind of quickly realizes that they are talking about committing crimes and uh, basically starts virtue signaling. He does. Yeah, really hard. <laughs> yeah, he's not having any of it and he wants everyone to know how much better he is than them because he won't commit crimes or so we think yeah. we'll get into it yeah even though i think him just existing in this world is a crime in the world it's a time crime yeah the worst crime of all um the boss who i don't actually think has a name so i'm just going to refer to him as the boss that yeah i just called him the boss the whole time uh the boss is kind of frustrated by jack saying all this and essentially shoes him away he's like all right well you think you're better than us? You know, get out of here, saying. <laughs> he calls him an altar boy and spits on the ground. That's kind of fun. Um, yeah, Jack is Jack is walking away, and uh, the boss says to the boys, "Like, all right, well, come on, boys, we we got to make a delivery to Aku." Uh, and Jack immediately spins around, and he <laughs> says to them, "He says to the boss, you mean the great and powerful Aku, as yeah. opposed to the very mediocre, <laughs> all these other Akus running around." <laughs> Right. This is not your everyday Aku. This is the great and powerful Aku. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, the Shogun of Sorrow. <laughs> Everyone uses the nicknames. I'm so happy that they're still still in style. Yeah. I actually was thinking about that during this episode. I was like, I really that that was not something that stuck with me like these nicknames, nope. but they use them all the time. Yeah, they'll 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 come up repeatedly, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jack, now that he knows Aku, they're going to see Aku. He's now very interested. Um, the boss is at first kind of reluctant. Um, but then Jack says that his goal in life is to come face to face with Aku. Yeah. Yeah. The the boss gets all arrogant and kind of lords it over him for a minute. Like, ah, oh, so now you want to join us. Mr. Goody Two Sandals. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Goody Two Sandals, please. <laughs> yeah. The, the boss kind of. He thinks about it for a minute and he says, you know, they'll they'll let him into the gang. But Jack has to first um, pass a test to prove he has the stomach for it. Mm -hmm. um, so then we get this kind of good scene where he, the, the boss starts to describe the job that they need Jack to pull. Mm -hmm. um, he's telling the story and we can see Jack. It cuts away and we can see Jack riding a bicycle in the rain, <laughs> yeah. which is fun. He's carrying a wrapped present on the front of it, too, like a little red bow and a white box. Yeah, picturesque, like exactly what you'd imagine yeah. a present would be. Yeah, um, he's he's carrying this present and uh, the, the boss describes that uh, one of the clients hasn't been paying protection money. Mm -hmm. um, and we can see Jack walk up to this building and knock on the door and and an old man, like a very friendly looking old man <laughs> answers yeah. the door. He's mostly beard. Yeah, he's 90% beard and and then 10% smile. Um, <laughs> looks up at Jack and uh, Jack kind of surveys the room and sees that it's full of like little kittens and puppies with big eyes. <laughs> yeah. It's um, really good. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like really 
pulling at Jack's heartstrings. Um, <laughs> which we get actually, this is one of the funnier parts of the episode. Um, the, the boss tells Jack to deliver a very specific line. Um, and we can see in this, this scene, Jack's mouth is moving to match the line that the boss is saying. Mm-hmm. And the boss ends the, the line with, yeah. And then we can see Jack's mouth move to do that. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good joke. I wish that Phil Lamar had actually recorded that. Oh, so yeah. yeah. It. It's like uh, drunk history when they do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very similar. It's really funny. Um, Jack hands the present to this old man and rides away. And then we can see the building just fucking explode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of course. Uh, it's um, really good. I'm just going to keep saying that. I love this episode. <laughs> uh, Jack gets in a getaway car. They're like waiting for him. Yep. Uh, the driver is too short. Uh, so he's sitting on a stack of books, which is fun. Yeah. I, I like the, that they brought that back. Like, not only do are they short for us, they're actually short in the right. world, too. So short that they have to sit on a stack of books <laughs> and don't worry about the gas pedals. We'll we'll figure that out as we go. It's the future, you know? <laughs> you can get extensions. Right. They basically asked Jack how it went. Um, and Jack says that it went really well. Uh, but we, and he's kind of describing the events of the scene. But what we can see is that he actually it like cuts back to Jack walking up to that house. Um, and what, what we can see that he actually warned the old man that there was a bomb in this present um, and helped him uh, like get all of the cats and dogs on a boat that was underneath the building, yeah. like through a trap door, um, helped them escape. And they they sailed away in time before the bomb actually like got set off. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jack Jack's describing it. And he's like, yeah, it's perfectly like he won't be bothering you ever again. Yeah. You don't have to worry about late payments anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're like impressed. They think Jack is like ruthless. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jack actually says to them, a price must be paid for disobedience. <laughs> yeah. Jack, Jack's got this like grin on too for this scene where like he does seem a little dark here. <laughs> yeah. He's really taking this role very seriously. Um, so seriously, in fact, that we cut away from the scene. And uh, the boss has given Jack a nickname and he says, boys, meet Jackie the Blade. (laughs) And it cuts over to Jack, who is now it pans up his body and he's now wearing one of these like dark mobster suits and like a fedora. Yeah. Nice pinstripe. Uh, He's got the wingtip shoes and his swords in like an underarm holster under the jacket. I really fucking hate this visual a lot. Yeah. You and me are maybe going to have different viewpoints in this episode, I'm starting to realize. (laughs) I think so. Um, (laughs) I think I liked it a lot more than you did. (laughs) I really hate this visual because for me, the vibe of it is the picture of Bugs Bunny with a gun where it's Lord forgive me, but it's time to get back to the old me. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've I've seen one with with Fred Flintstone. It says, forgive me for what I must yabba dabba do. It gives me that vibe, like that that kind of yeah, Looney Tunes urban vibe. I don't know. I hate it. <laughs> I'm kind of into it, and I like his nickname, <laughs> Jackie the Blade. Yeah, Jackie the Blade. <laughs> Jackie the Blade. It's very good. Uh, again, Mr. Pibbles complains that Jack got a cool nickname, <laughs> and he gets smacked on the back of the head again. <laughs> poor Mr. Pibbles. Yeah, poor Mr. Pibbles. Um, the boss starts describing 
this heist that they're going to pull. Uh, and Jack starts to get excited because, you know, they're they're pulling this this heist for Aku. Um, and we see the boss reveal this model of like a tall tower, which he calls the Public Works and Utilities Building. Um, inside of this building, there's something called the Neptune Jewel, uh, which they're going to go get. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mr. Pibbles points at the model of the building and says, you expect us to fit inside that little thing? <laughs> yeah, idiot. <laughs> he, says, what, he says, what is this, a public works and utilities building for ants? <laughs> yeah. I, I do love Mr. Pibbles. I'm not afraid to admit that. Yeah, he's, um, he's one of my favorite characters, too. <laughs> um, yeah, Jack asks about this Neptune jewel. Uh, the boss gives an ex- explanation that um, basically long, long ago, uh, there was this jewel that was placed in a mountain by an ancient spirit who gave it the power to control all of the water in the world. The spirit, the spirit created this jewel and it controls all of the world's water. Mm-hmm. Um, so naturally, Aku wanted this jewel. Yeah. Um, the boss says that Aku wanted the jewel so evil could control the world. And then he says, which it should, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the, uh, yeah, the spirit vanquished Aku. Uh, we get this, this good shot of Aku getting zapped by like this wispy spirit, which is kind of fun. Yeah. And he falls off the tower. Right. Um, it's kind of fun. Uh, but yeah, the spirit, she summoned um, the forces of nature to guard it, the boss says. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we see literal representations of the elements of earth, wind, and fire. Yeah. Uh, and here's where I would make earth, wind, and fire jokes if I knew any other songs. If I knew. Yeah, if I had anything. <laughs> but I got nothing. Um, yeah, earth, wind, and fire appear. They start playing their classic hits. Uh, insert joke here. Um, <laughs> but they've, they've formed themselves into like these elemental guardians Mm -hmm. which is kind of cool yeah um there's more good shots of them defeating aku as he's trying to get this jewel so i like that a lot but the boss says that you know this this happened so long ago and and aku kind of gave up uh people don't even really know that this jewel exists um but these these mobsters they're gonna go now that they have jack on their side they're gonna go and get this jewel um and jack yeah he's he's stoked um and he agrees to help them so he can have a audience with Aku. Yeah. Um, Good idea. Yeah. Uh, smart. Um, it fades to commercial. Personally, I wish it had never faded back in, um, (laughs) but it does. Wow. You tell us how you really feel. (laughs) Uh, it fades back in. They are in a rowboat, uh, sort of heading towards this, this tall building, uh, at nighttime. Um, Jack hops out of the boat and starts to climb up the tower um, and works his way into a sewer pipe. Yeah. Uh, so this scene's kind of funny because when they get up to the tower, we can see a giant ladder going up the side of the wall. But when we see Jack climbing, he's just like scaling the wall itself. Like, yeah. Right next to this ladder he could be using. Who needs ladders? <laughs> Unnecessary. Jack has proven his climbing abilities many times over, so I'm going to let him do it the way yeah. he wants to. He starts working his way through a sewer pipe in, like, yucky green water. Um, there's a really funny noise of Jack taking a deep breath as he, like, submerges himself in the water. Um, I'm going to go ahead and insert that noise here in the audio 
uh, through the magic of podcasting, uh, you are now hearing that very funny noise that I love a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's this is kind of a fun power I have. All yeah. right, so <laughs> wasn't that fun, kids? <laughs> <laughs> here's that noise again, but in a different pitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> and here's a Yoshi noise. <laughs> oh wow, this that's, is that's so cool. Too much power. <laughs> I almost have to stop. The possibilities are endless. Um, all right, one more. So here's that noise again, but now multiple pitches uh, kind of in harmony. <laughs> Great. You're really giving you yourself a that. lot of work for this one. <laughs> it's worth it, damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Yoshi is in the scene too. It's really weird. Yeah, it's crazy. I can't believe they got the rights. <laughs> uh, yeah, ultimate collaboration. Um, Jack swims uh, through the sewer and arrives in like this big chamber where we can see that that jewel is on the middle of a pedestal, like right in the middle of the room. Um, he starts to approach it, uh, like takes a step up the the pedestal and like fixes his tie, which that visual also bothers me for some reason. <laughs> he puts his hat back on, fixes his yeah. tie. <laughs> He's looking fresh. <laughs> it's weird to me. Like, I don't know. I, that's not that's not my Samurai Jack. <laughs> Hashtag not my Jack. Not my Jack. Um, get that trending. Um, he takes one step up this this pedestal and the entire thing like lights up like he set off some kind of alarm or trap. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can see that. Yeah. Earth, wind and fire. Those those elemental spirits appear in the room um, and the rocky walls of this chamber start to close around him and like all the water drains out. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's trapped here with them. And they pretty much start fighting immediately. Uh, Jack pulls out his sword. Um, they start taking turns attacking at Jack with like elemental weapons that they forge out of their bodies. Yeah. yeah. Um, the rock one turns her hands into giant hammers. Right. There's some good action. Um, the music is fun. I like the music. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, try- I'm trying. Brandon. I'm trying to try- find a positive in this. <laughs> I'm giving you everything I've got. <laughs> um, the fire burns his hand, which is good. It like looks all gnar- gnarly and burnt. Yeah, there's uh, an inconsistency with the animation during this scene. Uh, it burns his hand and we see his hands all burnt and red and his sleeve is kind of like cut away. Uh, and then in the very next shot, he's running away from the fire and his hand is not burnt anymore. And then he hides behind a pillar and his hand is burnt again. I know I can count on you for these. these- <laughs> inconsistencies gotta gotta um, find them gotta we gotta take these animators to task yeah it's about time someone did all, all these years later that it's up to you and me <laughs> yeah they they fight for you know another minute uh the fire elemental says to jack uh you know you will never possess the neptune jewel then jack says back to them come and get me yeah which didn't he say that in the last episode too i think he said it several times over it's the classic samurai jack catchphrase <laughs> come and get me come at me bro Oh man, I'm so happy it wasn't that. It was, uh, you know, too early for that. If they'd waited he a few years, slaps his chest and sticks his arms out to the side. <laughs> yeah, Jack's really showing off. Um, <laughs> He's just posturing. <laughs> uh, there's some more fighting. Uh, Jack keeps running away from them and hides behind like a giant stone pillar. Um, and the fire elemental shoots fire at him that bounces off of this stone pillar. And is absorbed by the wind elemental who basically implodes into herself and turns into like a tornado. Mm-hmm. 
Kind of reminds me of uh, Hercules, the the tornado titan from Hercules. Yeah, yeah, I definitely thought the same thing. Uh, it it sucks in fire and earth mm-hmm. into like its body, um, and Jack is like barely hanging on to the stone pillar as the chamber starts to like fall apart. Um, his hair falls out, which is good. I always like that. Mm-hmm. Never realized how long it is. Yeah, um, you yeah you don't get to see it often, but when you do, yeah, the the, the man's got to get a haircut. <laughs> um, yeah, there's like a huge flash of light. And then we see that all three of these elementals have fused together into like this horrific inside video game monster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And make like this pained scream, like this horrific, gruesome scene. Yeah, it's it's rough <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah, it's awful. I also really, really fucking hate that Jack has done this to these elementals like he didn't kill that old man like he saved that old man from being exploded but now he's literally destroyed the elements of earth wind and fire that were guarding this crystal that controls all of the world's water so that he can give it to aku (laughs) you want to talk about implications for the universe by some (laughs) of the events in these episodes he has literally destroyed those three elements (laughs) for well, for what purposes? Yeah, in his defense, though, they kind of destroyed themselves. He was just running around. I don't think he even <sighs> swung at any of them. I don't. Well, he certainly could have tried to explain the situation. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just really frustrated by I'm it. I'm not excusing what he did. I'm just saying. No. No. The implications of this are massive, and <laughs> this is n- not the only time that's going to happen in this episode. No, not at all. No, but... Uh, Jack, he, he grabs the, he grabs the jewel and escapes from this chamber. Um, later we cut to, he, he like goes outside and, uh, uh, they all celebrate for a minute and it fades into, uh, they are now standing in Aku's house, Mm -hmm. his big fiery chamber. Yep. It looks nice too. Uh, like, like they upgraded the art for it since the last time we saw it. It's pretty good looking. Aku's taking care of his place. Um, there's like a new futon, um, (laughs) He bought some art. It looks great. It's got a foosball table. Yeah, he's having a good time. Um, Aku appears and says, who dares to summon? And then he sees that it's these gangsters and he just goes, oh, it's you. <laughs> yeah, his face. He just looks he's like, ah, oh, these fucking guys. <laughs> I'm so I'm so pleased with Aku. He's he's very much me in this, this scene. I really want to know what happened with these guys and Aku. That 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 right. makes it so that he hates them, but not enough to like do anything to them. Yeah, <laughs> we need a little bit of backstory. Uh, these guys, yeah, they probably serve him in some capacity, but not enough where he wants them to hang around. Like, <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. Now get the hell out of here. <laughs> do you forget that you're forbidden to come here? Uh, yeah, boss. I, I know, but uh, this time we we really got something, something big. See. What can you possibly have that the almighty Aku cannot attain? The Jewel of Neptune. What? It cannot be. Uh, And the boss presents this jewel, uh, and Aku's eyes widen. Like, he can't believe that they've brought him this jewel that he's been trying to get for such a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, And he asks them how they were able to get it. And the boss says that they had some help from their newest member. And he says, 
come on out, Jackie. And there's a really good line delivery from Mako where he goes, Jackie? Jackie? <laughs> I like that a lot. Um, Jack walks out from the shadows like beyond them. And he looks up at them and says, actually, it's Jack. <laughs> yeah, we get we get this cool scene where he's looking down when he walks out and his, the brim of his hat's covering his eyes. And when he says it's Jack, he looks up and meets Aku's gaze. <laughs> it's maybe the only moment where I appreciate the suit that he's in. <laughs> the, the the fedora. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he reveals himself and immediately jumps into battle with Aku. And what we get is essentially like a miniature version of the opening battle in episode one. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Actually, we get a new transformation. Yeah. Um, it's it's pretty fun. It's, you know, standard Jack Aku fight that we've had up to this point. Um, but what's funny is that the gang is watching this fight and like are bewildered. Yeah, they they're totally so don't confused. <laughs> <laughs> they totally don't understand what could have possibly come over Jackie the Blade. Um, and they're like. He's going to get himself killed. We got to go save him. Yeah, which I think is kind of nice because the these gangsters are are more loyal to their boy Jack than they are to Aku at this point. Yeah, uh, they they fight for a minute. Um, Jack like gets a few cuts on Aku and uh, he screams. Um, and then, yeah, just like you said, we get another Aku transformation. Um, he turns himself into a cobra, mm-hmm. which is fun. That's a new one. Yeah, it's neat. He swallows Jack whole. Which worked which out really done. well last time he did. He's given this a try. I think this is the time, though. Cobra form <laughs> is best form. Yeah. The, the octopus didn't work out when he swallowed him, but the cobra, going to be good. Yeah. Uh, Aku's big, dumb cobra face swallows Jack whole, and Jack just completely like cuts his head off from the inside of his body. Yeah, what a shock. Um, How surprising. Yeah. It, it it didn't work out this time, but, you know, next time he wants to try to swallow him, you know, different different form probably will get the job done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jack Jack cuts his head right off and, and then Aku's body immediately splats onto one of these fire pillars um, and he's in like that same defeated state that we saw him in at the end of episode one. Yeah. It's almost exactly uh, the same apart from Jack's outfit. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's almost the exact same thing. And like, this is another this is Jack's moment. Like, he's got him now. Yep. There's nothing. There's no way that I could get out of this. <laughs> uh, Jack is about to deliver the finishing blow where we see that someone behind him uh, knocks him out cold uh, by hitting him on hit him, hitting him on the head with a billy club. Yeah, a blackjack, I think. Yes, a, bl- a blackjack um, knocks him right out. And yeah, everything everything goes black. Uh, <laughs> so those idiots (laughs) jack wakes up with a start like with a panic Mm -hmm. uh he's in some like office or like apartment building somewhere um and he's like well wait wait, what happened uh and the boss starts to explain that uh you know they saved his life um because they thought that he had gone crazy trying to fight aku yeah yeah um, so they knocked him out and saved him before yeah, he could be defeated. Because they really can't read a room, those guys. <laughs> yeah. These guys have absolutely no clue. And Jack is like just beyond frustrated. Um, he yells at them, is basically like, why would you do that? Like, you got to take me back there right now. Mm-hmm. And they say to him, well, we can't take you back. Um, because not only would Aku defeat you, mm, you know, maybe, <laughs> yeah. as far as they know. 
Um, not only would Aku defeat you, but also his castle has disappeared. So who knows where it will pop up next? Yeah, which is kind of fun. Aku's moving castle. That's a fun thing that will probably have come up several more times through the show. Mm-hmm. Fun, fun little wrinkle. Um, but yeah, he he's gone, and Jack just looks completely defeated. Uh, and he walks over to like the window, kind of stares out it. Uh, they ask Jack, "Well, what's wrong?" <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Jack says to them, "You know, I I actually deceived you. Uh, I'm I'm not really one of your gang." Um, and he starts to sort of explain the situation of like Aku taking over in the past and sending him forward and being this evil leader. Um, he starts to like explain that and then kind of realizes that it's not worth it, which he's right. Yeah. It's not worth explaining it to these dudes. <laughs> no, it's not at all. They would not understand. No, no. He, he gives up rightfully so. Um, and then apologizes. He apologizes for lying to them. Um, but then he asks for the jewel mm-hmm. and the boss says that, well, we left it with Aku. Aku's got the jewel. And Jack just says, Mr. Pibbles. <laughs> and then Mr. Pibbles, we get this great little <laughs> chuckle from him. <laughs> Mr. Pibbles, the hero of this episode, um, he reveals that he had the jewel in his hat, yeah. um, which like, I'm not sure when he took it. I'm not sure how the Jack knew that he took it. Yeah. Well, he explains um, that during the fight in the confusion, right. he, he snagged it. <laughs> <laughs> he snagged it and Jack must have seen that. Um, but yeah, he he gives the jewel back to Jack. Jack says he's going to return the jewel. Um, but the boss stops him and asks if they can return it. Um, basically says to Jack that, you know, we, we're, we're going to go legit. We're, we're done with crime. You've kind of shown us shown us the better <laughs> life we could live. And we're, we're all done with that we're stuff. Turning over a new leaf. See? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. And Jack is like really happy for them. He's like, oh, great. That's good, guys. Like, good for you. Because <laughs> Jack's a fucking dope. <laughs> he hands them the jewel and leaves. And immediately the boss calls him a sucker. <laughs> so we cut away from this and we can see there's this gigantic water pump with people lining up in front of it. Like thousands of people lined up in front of it. Yeah, like, uh, like Mad Max Fury Road. It's it, it it is exactly Mad Max Fury Road. Um, Mr. Pibbles like is announcing. He says, "Come get your water. Five hundred smackers per ounce. Per ounce. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> All these people are lined up with water jugs, like waiting to get just a little bit of water. Um, <laughs> and we can see that yeah, they've got the jewel, and the boss is polishing it with a rag, and then winks right at the camera. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and so. Yeah, you want to talk again about implications here. <laughs> so not only has Jack defeated Earth, Wind, and Fire, but now these fucking idiots <laughs> have control of all of the world's water. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Wait, we'll, we, we'll talk about this more. That's that's the end of the episode. Yeah, roll credits on that uh, after the little wink. You get like a wink and then a little, a little twinkle sound when he winks. <laughs> and he's still got his big giant stogie. all right brendan why don't you tell me how you felt about this episode i would i would appreciate it if you would start all right i loved this episode i thought it was so funny uh i liked a lot of like the callbacks well not callbacks but like um 
like homage kind of things that they were doing, like uh, the typical heist movie thing where while they're explaining the plan, we see it happening. Uh, that was fun. And then like the the double cross when Jack's explaining what he did on that same plan and we see what actually happened. Um, I liked the, the showdown with Aku. I thought that was very fun that he got to go back to it and that it ended pretty much exactly the same way. Uh, I really like these gangster characters. <laughs> I love their designs. <laughs> I like everything about them. <laughs> um, all right. I like the fight with Aku. Uh-huh. Uh, there were some good good gags. Uh, the music was good in this episode, just like I said. Uh, I really fucking I hated this episode so much. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. Um, I fucking hated it. You know, we talked a little bit about how in well, there's several things we've talked about um, <laughs> in Jack and the Warrior Woman. Um, I, I kind of voiced my frustrations for Jack, um, like being really naive and kind of falling into, uh, you know, Aku's trap. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, <laughs> there's a few things there. At least I actually liked the character Aku was in that episode. I don't like these gangsters at all. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I got so frustrated with Jack being naive in this episode, and he's naive in this episode, too, but he's also acting out of character in that he's, like, he gives, gives them such a hard time for, like, being criminals at the start of this episode, and then he commits, like, the worst crimes known to man. Yeah. Like, literally yeah. world-shattering crimes. Yeah. I mean, even, like, blowing up the guy's building, like, even if he did yeah. help him escape, he still blew up his place of business. <laughs> like, <laughs> He, like, took such a criminal turn in this episode, like, strictly for the chance to be able to have an audience with Aku. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not sure that the ends justified the means in this this scenario. Well, I mean, if it had worked out for him and he was able to defeat Aku and return to his own time, then the, the timeline would have changed and none of it would have happened anyway. Yeah, so like that's fair. I, I can kind of see it, but it does seem, yeah, very out of character for Jack, like, that he would be willing to go to these lengths. To, to get right. to Aku. It really bothers me the way that he acts in this episode. Um, but so, so so that's all the problem. And then like we talked about, yeah, in episode the Jack and the lava monster, um, you know, the implications of having the literal Valkyries ride down from the sky and carry this warrior to Valhalla <laughs> and Jack seeing the entire thing happen. Yeah. Like that seems extremely tame to what happens in this episode that like, the events of this episode literally would throw the entire world like off balance. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just really frustrating. And I guarantee, you know, I mean, obviously that's not going to be a thing that comes up again. It's just like a fun little nod to like, haha, they, these grifters, now they've got the jewel, like uh, Jack, they, they pulled one over on you. <laughs> Jack, you big dummy. <laughs> if this if they were really going to give this the treatment it deserved every episode from here on out would be like oh shit we have to defeat aku but we also have to get this jewel back to get like the world's water back under control <laughs> yeah like, i don't it think deserves it would be that kind hard, of weight though. no no these guys yeah jack would <laughs> handily defeat them um which i'd love to have him do because i fucking hate these stupid ass <laughs> characters <laughs> I love I hate these stupid ass characters. And so actually I have a little thing to share with you. Literally, as I was writing my notes for this episode, I was on Twitter and there's a great Twitter account, um, Simpsons quote of the day, mm-hmm. which I would encourage everyone to follow, especially if you're a Simpsons fan. Um, there are uh, some mobster characters on 
the Simpsons who reappear many times. So, you know, at least they've had some time to be like fleshed out in a way where, you know, these, these characters in Samurai Jack were in this one episode only never to return, hopefully. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I but, think it's unlikely we'll see these guys again. <laughs> <laughs> There's a character on the Simpsons whose nickname is Johnny Tight Lips. And kind of the whole joke is that like he won't snitch on anyone, uh, to like a fault. Like he won't give anyone any information ever, even if like he's not snitching. <laughs> um, so there's a great joke. I'm, I'm literally as I'm writing the notes to this episode, um, we could see Johnny Tightlips has been shot, and one of the other mobsters says to him, uh, "Johnny Tightlips, where, where'd they hit you?" And Johnny Tightlips says, "I ain't saying nothing." And <laughs> the other guy says, "But what do I tell the doctor?" And Johnny Tightlips says, "Tell him to suck a lemon." <laughs> Which is a great joke. Yeah. So like these kinds of characters, you know, very stereotyped, very generalized sort of mobster characters can be done very well. Yeah. Um, I just I just don't know that they did that in this episode. <laughs> well, yeah, this one I think was actively trying to make the most like over the top ridiculous mobsters that you could you could ever do. They succeeded, you know, <laughs> to, to my detriment. Um. But, you know, I don't know. It's <laughs> this episode was a ton of fun. Like, I hated it so much and I'm like had such a good time hate watching it and now describing it with you. Like, <laughs> I don't know. That's the thing. Like, at the end of the day, like I cannot like an episode, but like at least this show like makes it fun to like watch the events. And then, yeah, just talking about it back with you. Like, yeah, it's it's a testament to the show that like that to me was like still super enjoyable when the actual content itself was not yeah. for me. Even, even the low points of the show still have a lot going for them. Oh man. I had to, I had to get all that out. I'm sorry. It's I'm okay. sorry that I felt that way. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm, I, I'm actually really surprised that you didn't like it. <laughs> Cause I, I, it's going to be pretty high on my list. I think actually. Oh God. Okay. Well, I, have a, I have a huge problem with that, but um, I, you are entitled to your wrong opinion. Um, I'm sorry that you don't like fun. I'm a real Scrooge. Um, this episode was Christmas themed, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, you bring up you bring up a good point here. Um, we are fast approaching. You know, next week is the final episode of season one. Mm -hmm. um, so I think we're going to take a little time, you know, thinking back. And recapping the season sort of as a whole, um, giving our general impressions and yeah, maybe maybe ranking out the episodes that we've seen so far. Um, excited to do that. Excited to hear what you have to say. Although after that little tidbit you just gave me, I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll I'm have to wait it. for the actual rankings to see where it lands. <laughs> I think you can guess where this one's going to land for me. I don't know. We've got we've got one more episode to go. You're going to put it just above the Critchelites. <laughs> Uh, the answer may surprise you. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we, we are going to do uh, something along those lines. Um, but what we would really love is to hear, uh, what all of you have to think about season one sort of as a whole, you know, your general thoughts, um, any of your, your rankings, uh, we would love it if you would share some of that with us. Um, so please, uh, reach out to us at gotta recap at gmail.com with your Samurai Jack season one impressions. Um, that would be, that would be a whole lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see that. Um, and maybe we'll see, we'll see how well we line up. 
Are you a yeah. you can you can find out. It'll be like one of those like Quizilla quizzes. You can find out if you're a Nick or a Brendan. <laughs> I'm pretty sure all of our listeners already identify as Brendan's. Oh, hell yeah. Um, <laughs> um for better or worse. Um yeah, that that would be great. Um and as always, uh, you know, definitely keep in touch with us on social media at Gotta Recap, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, been fun to be with you all there. Um, and please take some time to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, uh, throw five stars our way, and then tell me how right I am about my <laughs> thoughts on this episode. Um, I think I think that would be great, and I think Brendan really deserves to hear it. So please, <laughs> please give us that. That'll never happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, make sure to tell all your friends about us get everyone yes. watching tell your grandparents just if if you can steal your parents phones and just auto subscribe so this downloads to their podcast app every week that'd be really great we don't need them to listen we just need those numbers need that's that all download. you are yep. that's all you are to us by the way everyone <laughs> listening you're just a number <laughs> thank you for being a number um we really appreciate it and we'll be back for episode number 13 next week yeah 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 that was a weird kind of transition i tried to use with the word number but you know what <laughs> i were it was fine <laughs> that's all right uh, i hope you didn't mind that uh thanks everyone for listening goodbye bye <laughs>